With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mark Willard. My wife is what she refers to as an intuitive, meaning she, she does medium work. Rich Ornberger. Wait, okay, okay. Yes. Okay, all right. What's going on here? Are you putting me on? No, I'm not. This is the Mark and Rich Show. Mark and Rich Show. On Extra 1360, Fox Sports San Diego, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports 1350, IE, Mark and Rich, live, local, noon to three, every single day. Yeah, into the wackadoodle and final hour of the week on the Mark and Rich Show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a good one. Dennis Dodd was great on the show earlier. Started off the show by telling everybody how much younger I feel today. And it's all thanks to Skycam. How about that? Skycam. Because... What I saw on social media last night was a bunch of those fuddy-duddies, you know, like the guys you'll hear from in an hour, those fuddy-duddies are all, and in fact, on my way home, uh, fuddy-duddy Steve was saying, I'm going to hate this, I'm going to hate this. Now, Costa was defending it, but uh, a lot of the older people were like, "Uh, no, I I don't like this. I found Skycam fascinating, and not from the perspective of, oh, I can see the game better, I just thought you could see the game a lot differently, it gave a better respect for and understanding of what a quarterback goes through, what a running back goes through, what every player goes through, how quickly it all happens, and how freaking hard it all is. Oh, yeah, Mark, you know, and the violence that a quarterback has to undergo, I think, is widely lost when you see it from the sideline because when the rush gets home, a lot of times all you see is a bunch of big, fat offensive linemen trying their hardest to strain against the rush, and all of a sudden everybody just falls on top of a big pile. And you don't get to see that this scrawny guy who's hucking the ball around the yard is underneath that deal. Well, Marcus Mariota was under pressure most of the night. That Steelers defense, that front, was getting after him. And they did a great job factoring on nearly every play that he did throw an interception. I mean, he had some clean looks here and there. But overall, the Steelers defensive line won the battle of the trenches. And you never could see it so clearly than you could during the Falcons-Patriots game where they sort of adopted this idea because when you showed the wide shot, you couldn't see through that dense fog. So uh, by by nature of necessity, you have this invention of in-game using the sky cam more, you know, following the action from behind the offensive huddle. It's brilliant. I yep. thought it worked. Yep. I enjoyed it on kickoff and kickoff return. It, it brings you inside of a of a part of the game that widely people usually go to the restroom for. Yep, and I thought it was seamless too. In other words, like they didn't do it too much. Yeah. They were going to do it a lot and they did, but it did it wasn't like they were stuck to it, married to it. 
Um, so yeah, it did not make me car sick. I was super excited about that. You know, I ran into Ernie Martinez. So, uh, can what did, uh, what did E-Mart say? Yeah. E-Mart. Yeah. What did he have to say? So like we bump into each other. We're waiting by the microwave for our various concoctions to come out and, <laughs> and frozen uh, burritos. Yeah. He goes, I heard, I heard you guys talking about the sky cam. He's like, you know, it's so funny. He's like, until I heard you guys talking about it on the drive over, I, I didn't even realize it was happening. Didn't even notice it, which He's, also means, which mm-hmm. also means that ernie martinez does not listen to his own show <laughs> that's we were talking about it for eight minutes yesterday at the start of the show high probability that that's the case look i mean if you had to listen for three hours oh, to the Luka, gosh, every no, day no. like i mean eventually i uh, would have been hanging in the town I, look, square ernie martinez always eating yep. his meals with chopsticks because it helps his <laughs> diet he probably has them in his ears for the most part i i don't i don't blame him look here's no. the thing though they did it for my for my uh view the reason why he didn't notice and a lot of people may not have is because it was well produced Yep. They, they used it in drips and drabs and they didn't overplay it. And they kind of, when it was a more important down, like a third down where you knew that the rush was coming and it might factor on the play. I thought they did a really nice job calling for it when needed. Yeah, I I, uh, I really dug it. Thumbs up on that. Uh, the review, maybe not so much, but that's... Uh... You know that's that's going to go time to time. There, there's going to be frustrating review processes. I thought last night with Le'Veon Bell, it was one of them. Uh, but the Steelers scored on the next play anyway. And if you have Bell on your fantasy team, <clears throat> ah, we'll get over it. Um, okay. So uh, there's some basketball stuff we got to get to. But the other thing is this about the football weekend coming up, and I have a prediction to make. Okay. If I may. Yeah. You, well, of course. My prediction is that when we get all back here on Monday, that you and Jude are going to be tied. See, now... You and Jude, after 11 weeks of trying to shake a three-year-old, you... <laughs> You you will be unsuccessful yeah. in that venture. Now, look, here, there's here, no question. Look, that ankle biter is nipping at the heels, but there is no question. Do you remember when you when you beat him five and all one weekend, and you're like, poof, that's a wrap. See ya. Bigger Eat brain. My dust. Just I mean, it's just science. Bigger brain. Well, I tell you what, you haven't <laughs> beat him in a week since. He he is right here on the verge of catching you. In fact, for a moment during the week last week, he did catch you, and then you moved back ahead by one but here's the deal both of you guys called for the upset last night you called the titans i i told you you were crazy for that you thought changing of the guard wasn't the right moment for for mariota Mariota. and and the titans but but that said there's only one game that you guys have different this weekend that's right he's got the chargers and you've the bills and that's fine if you pick the bills but you haven't just picked the bills, Rich. You're squawking about it. Like you seem, you've got this braggadocious confidence about the pick. And I'm looking at this from every angle. Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa about to feast on a quarterback who's never played before. Uh, Phillip Rivers looks like is going to play. A Bills defense that has been exposed now two weeks in a row. Jets and Saints blowing them out. Like this is all working out perfectly. Chargers coming off a frustrating loss. The Chargers are going to crush them this weekend. And you're so sure that that's not the case, and I don't get it. Look, I I just – this guy, Dennison, Rick Dennison, he came to the Buffalo Bills from the Denver Broncos. And I think this offense hasn't been able to get clicking because they inherited a quarterback that this offensive coordinator probably felt uncomfortable – 
with his particular skill set. Uh, he hasn't been blessed throughout his career with the sort of capabilities that Tyrod Taylor has. And he may be more comfortable with a more pocket-proficient passer. Uh, and that's not even to say that Trevor Simeon last year with the Broncos was that. But we're talking about during his time in Denver, having uh, having the likes of uh, of a Osweiler or a uh, Peyton Manning in 2015, back to his days in the Ravens for a year where he was the quarterback's coach working with Flacco, offensive coordinator with the Houston Texans 2010 through 13. I mean, these are all pat pocket-passing offenses that you've seen. That's what he likes. That's what his eyes are used to. And this is a common complaint I have with offensive coordinators. Instead of changing the scheme to sort of merit better the talent you have on the field. With their players, yes. What they often try to do is they have the players bend. Athletes don't do that. It is a short learning curve. You have to make it as easy as possible. Keep it simple, stupid. Well, you get awfully, you look awfully stupid when you don't. And that's the problem. That's the problem here. That's the problem we've been seeing all year with the, the from a rushing standpoint. The Buffalo Bills have looked phenomenal, but from a passing standpoint, no. You still have LaShawn McCoy. Now you have a guy who sort of fits his eye a little bit better. We'll see what happens on Sunday offensively. Defensively, look, this team, this Chargers team, I, I mean, from an offensive standpoint, They've been pretty good, but they're not putting up big numbers. Oh, actually, I would, you know what? I mean, I'm almost going to help you with your point here. They've been frustrating. Yes. And uh, Adam Kaplan uh, just, uh, he was tweeting earlier, somebody uh, in the wake of last night's game was saying that the Titans are actually uber talented Mm -hmm. on offense. And actually, when you go position by position, they're being effective individually, but what's happening is they're underachieving because of what you're saying. They're not putting their athletes in their particular yes. best position to win. Mariota is being asked to do things that maybe are not exactly what he does really well. Because if you think about their young receiving core and their two running backs that they've got and a good offensive line and blah, 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 like they've got all these things and they're not producing at a high enough clip, Kaplan tweets out there are two teams in the NFL that you can say this about. Yes, one is the Titans. The other is the Chargers. Mm. And Underachieving and on offense right now. I look at two things, and I can tell you the story of this game. I look at the points that they're putting up. They're averaging 18.6 per game, and that includes special teams and defensive scores. Their offense is underproducing for them. Their defense is doing everything they can. Their offense is underproducing for them. And then third down efficiency. They are converting something to the tune of less than 30% on third down. That's atrocious. That is going to stop drives. It's going to leave an offense that is going to need to build confidence with a brand new quarterback on the field an awful lot. I just look at the stats. I look at the game of of the Chargers because I've been watching that obviously more than the Bills throughout the the weeks of the NFL season. And I just say, you know what? I'm calling it right now. This has got to be a home loss for the uh, for the Chargers because I'm not riding high on what they're doing offensively. And I think I think from an offensive standpoint, this was uh, this was a addition by subtraction for Dennison, the offensive coordinator with Buffalo. Yeah, I uh, I think it's actually going to be a breakout game. I think it's going to be a breakout game. 
You know what I've noticed about the Chargers on offense, outside of like some Melvin Gordon stuff here and there early in the season, broke a long one against Oakland. Like they've they they haven't had any offensive players just go off. Nobody. Yeah. Keenan Allen hasn't had a go off game. Uh, Hunter Henry, he's sort of, he's had some okay games. Uh, you, uh, Phillip Rivers, maybe a few 300-yard games, but they haven't had a game like the Steelers did last night, for instance. Just go off. I think this is going to be it. I think they're going to go off. I don't and, know. And by the way, I, by the way, yeah. this will be, here's something we haven't said yet, StubHub Center. This will be the quietest road crowd they've had yet. That actually, this, yeah. This will be the least annoying crowd to the Chargers players that they've had yet. Because, like, who the hell roots for the Bills? Well, like, they're in upstate New York. Yeah, like, where, where's that going to come they've from? They've made this cool, though. So the Bills do something on social media called the Bills Mafia. That yes. has actually made the Bills rooting interest uh, a lot more cool. It looks cool. Like, you know, guys jumping through tables, throwing well, kegs at each other, like <laughs> nonsense in the parking <laughs> right. lot pregame. Right, but how many of them are there and how many are in Los <laughs> right. Angeles? In Los Angeles, I don't yeah. know. But again, think about the Chargers historically. Think about Southern California in general. It is, what, November 17th. A couple days from now would be the 19th. We're talking about, I don't know, something to the tune of 29 degrees in Buffalo this time of year. I mean, if you're going to pick a game, if you're going to circle a game where you have a good opportunity also of seeing your team win. They'll be there. (laughs) Yeah. They'll be there. But remember, they wear blue. So it's not going to be this big standout thing like, oh, my gosh, look at all the Bills fans. You won't really be able to tell. And they won't nearly be as loud as Broncos, Eagles, Chiefs, the brands that have come in and the brands that are still coming. Washington, the Raiders on New Year's Eve. Holy smokes. Uh, Boy, that's going to be a mess. But so I I just think it sets up well for them. We'll see. Uh, Monday morning, man. Monday morning. And you forget one very important factor. What's that? The the Peterman factor. Well, Nathan, Nathan Peterman. He's such a good quarterback. He is. My goodness. I love I love the way he's running and he's throwing and he has so much fun out there. It's just look, the the Peterman fact is real. Trust me when I tell well, you. Well, listen, listen. The young man got his own theme music on this show. Uh the second that he was named uh the starting quarterback for the Bills, we pointed out that both of us have been to his bar mitzvah. That's right. Uh young Nathan. And all I want everybody to remember is whether he plays well or not this weekend. Most importantly, <laughs> Nathan Peterman is a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. But I also did some research last night, and do you know what I found out? What's that? <clears throat> hey, John. Kill yes. it. <laughs> Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Yeah, he's not Jewish. Oh, my goodness. No, no. Dad, dad, was a, uh, dad is a uh, preacher. What about and, mom? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nathan, yeah, yeah. Nathan, yeah, yeah like, what about mom? I could... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay, now, great point. Uh, yeah. If your mom is Jewish, you're Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> I know that, that, right, but remember, his mom's, the Peterman name is his dad's name. All I know is just tell him to bring a jacket. It gets, I mean, look, cool nights in Southern California. It is, we all know. it is. It is almost winter. <laughs>
Almost winter. I hope you pack a good lunch because these games are so long. I worry about One you, One o'clock. It's right during lunchtime. It's when Mark and Rich are always eating in the studio. They eat in the studio. Um, and then that, that, that fat fella, what's his name? Uh, um, Matthew or M Mackerel, whatever. He's taking pictures. It's weird. Yes. Uh, it's very, the whole thing is very verklempt. Okay. So I think, uh, I think, uh, I think this sets up well for the Chargers. But speaking of young players uh, and being thrown in into the lineup, like uh, young Nathan Peterman, who's a good boy, um, I think that Lonzo Ball is a good boy too. He's a good boy. But you said something fascinating because you were uh, uh, somehow clued in. You know, we watched the Warriors and the Celtics. Celtics with a great second half yesterday. Yeah. They beat the Warriors, hold the Warriors to only like what eighty-eight points. That's insane. Um, but the radio broadcast of the Warriors, I think it was, or maybe it was the local TV broadcast. Yeah, Warriors, though, yeah. Yeah, our buddy Jim Barnett. So this was one point that Clay Thompson hucks up a three and it gets wedged in between the rim and the backboard, <laughs> which is just a colossal brick. It's not as good. It's, yeah, it's, that's not prescribed as far as outside perimeter shooting. <laughs> Listen to what Jim Barnett says when this shot happens. I wouldn't expect this from Clay Thompson at all. And if you're ever wondering, you get a jump ball again. I would expect happens. it from that uh, young man named Ball who plays for the Lakers. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm watching the game last night. He had about eight of those. Lonzo Ball is uh, struggling to shoot the ball. Oh, my gosh. They're not even close. I mean, it is. Oh, I mean, this is not even a Laker game. This is the it's, Warriors and the Celtics. Just a break in action. Yeah, like, <laughs> by, by the way, timeout on the court. So, boy, that Lonzo Ball guy really stinks. We're all in agreement, right? That guy sucks. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, tip coming here. Uh, it'll be green. Yeah, like, it, it really, I, 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 I was listening to this, and I was, I was shocked. I was like, boy. It isn't very often that you hear an in-game commentator throw shade at another player in the league. I mean, oftentimes you hear, hear him being critical of a guy having a tough night on the court right in front of your eyes. And sometimes you'll draw comparisons. But usually, and I've learned this from my time in the booth now, you draw comparisons to say, and then this guy got it back on track. And, you know, so that's obviously what you're hoping to see. Like, this was just, yeah, you know who else sucks? Uh, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> like, speaking of missed shots, how about Lonzo Ball? Yeah, it was wild. Well, now you, but but you saw this and, and you're like, okay, you think that somehow this is going to lead to a, 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 a faux fake injury? Okay, all right. So it, this is where my brain goes when I see this. This much attention being paid to one player. Um, the loser's limp is real. And what I mean by that is you ever see a guy give up a sack and all of a sudden you see him start limping around like, ooh, ooh yeah, it was my ankle that time. That's the reason why I gave up oh, the sack. Oh, sure. Like, I mean, the, in youth sports, this happens on uh, every play. A fumble, no, right? yeah. uh, uh, running back fumbles, and then all of a sudden he's holding his ribs and he's crouched down on the sideline and it's theatrics. It's like, yeah, if it weren't for, if it weren't for me just uh, having a normal play and just not holding on to the football. Like, it happens in other sports, too. You see it in basketball. Here's the thing that can happen, though. This guy is getting a ton of media scrutiny to the point where in-game a commentator is throwing pot shots at you. I just feel like the way we're seeing Lonzo perform right now, if anything comes up, and I mean anything comes up, he twists his ankle a little bit. Stuff that if he was rolling, he would be playing through no questions asked. I'm going to guess that he's going to take a little time off, 
Call it a sabbatical. Call it an injury if you want. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Want to, but he's going to take a break from the limelight for a little bit because right now the temperature of this bath is too hot to get in. Sure. LA is turning on him. You hear Golden State's commentator turning on him. <laughs> Things are getting a little bit out of control for Lonzo. So I'm thinking at some point in this season, I'm calling it now, he's going to miss an extended amount of time if this cold streak keeps going and they're going to blame it on an injury. Do you ever do this? iHeartRadio has all your favorite music. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Okay, okay. Wait this, is my, this is my God, bad. This on. is my bad. What, this is my, what just happened? Uh, yeah, we got it. I was saying iHeart, but then he missed you say that the same time. <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh. I'm bad at the break, Rich. I, I, I took that as Rich being like, uh, no comment. I don't want to answer that. That's the question. You just start yeah. talking wait, about iHeart. So, so John comes in my ear and goes, iHeart, just to remind me to read right that. Right when you guys are talking to each other. So when you asked, I missed your question. I was like, are we in break? What is happening right now? I said, did you ever do this? Did you ever do this? No. No. He's doing it right now. Yeah, no. And and what I'm asking about is the iHeart read. Did you ever do that? I'm going to knock it out right now. Okay, go ahead and do that. And then then Dick's picks will be next. Yeah. Monday morning on Hardwick and Richards, who emerges in the NFC as the leaders? Do the Saints keep their eight-game streak alive? Do the Vikings find a way to beat the Rams? And is Phillip Rivers continuing his streak of consecutive starts in the NFL? We get started at 6 a.m. at extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Okay, Mark and Rich on a Friday. Fusion around the corner. Radio has all your favorite music. Oh, no, yeah, just, 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 just I mean. <laughs> just drop that sucker. When we, when we say we're going to go into the wackadoodle hour, it doesn't mean that you're supposed to just lose your mind and start hucking words off the wall whenever you feel like it. Well, listen, I mean. Oh, uh, gosh. Right. I'm, a, I'm a radio professional, as we all know. Uh, long tenured in this business. And so yeah. when you give me a damn ad to read, oh, 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 you it's going to get read. You're going to read the hell out of it. Yeah, no. When I look at you, I look at you in the eyes. I think professional. <laughs> professional. That's it. That's that's the first word that comes uh, to mind. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you were just talking about loser's limp. Troop just called in. Troop, thanks for calling. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yo. Um, the biggest loser's limp, I think, in San Diego and maybe even NFL history would be um, at San Diego State, T.C. Wright. I don't know if you remember him. T.C. Wright was the running back that was ahead of uh, Marshall Falk. He fumbled a punt and kind of limped off the field. That was the end of his career at San Diego State because Marshall Falk rushed for like 300 yards. And that was the end of that guy's career. Well, you, you know, you're supposed to. The loser's limp is just to kind of save face. Uh, yeah. But you, you have to be careful that it doesn't also right. mean the end of your job. Right, yeah. Uh, that's not the point, right? I, so I'll tell you. So the reason why this comes front of mind is because uh, towards the end of my career, uh, something started happening in in offensive line rooms that I had never heard of before. 
And uh, I remember a specific example. Uh, it was a conversation being had at a different table. Uh, I wasn't even privy to at the moment. Someone came running over and told me. And it was something to effect of, yeah, I'm, I'm not going out there 80% against that guy on national television. He'll make me look stupid. Talking about a pass rusher going against an offensive lineman. Yep. I, I was shocked. I would like, I mean, you're talking about a guy who would rather have the, the second teamer play at his position as opposed to taking up the challenge, playing 80%, which, by the way, throughout most of my career, 80% is about as good that's, as I've ever felt. That sounds pretty good, right? And I, uh, you know what, though? I kind of get it. I mean, you guys are a victim to, uh, of, of whatever you put on tape. You know, whatever you go do out there, that's going to follow you. It's going to follow you into free agent conversations, contract negotiations. I kind of get it. To a certain degree, but I, I guess at that position group, at that time, maybe forever, the way I look at it is you just have to be more of a team guy than well, that. Sure. You know, and like, I, and also I always took a, a lot of pride in the fact that I was protecting someone else. Like, you know what? And I was like, the guy behind me isn't as good as me, so even if it hurts, I'm going because he – you know, it was that vibe going. And so when I heard that, like, the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I was like, oh, there's no way. You know, like, I was like almost – like, I'm going to go sort this out myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, there's nothing you could do. There's nothing uh, you could do. All right, Dick's Picks coming up in just a second here. Because my um, name is Richard. Yes, your name's Richard, I know. And I, I have a very – like, I want you to think really clearly about your answer here before you give it. Okay. You know how they say think before you tweet? Oh, yeah. yeah. I want you to think Very before important. you answer here, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like a simple question. The answer is not as simple as you might think. Here's a question Are you rooting for Boise State tomorrow or not? Am I rooting for Boise State tomorrow or not? They are hosting Air Force. Are you rooting for them or not? No. You're not. No. Okay. See, there's two very clear things on the line in that game. One helps San Diego State. One does not. And so it's fascinating to me to find out from each person which one matters to them more. You're rooting against Boise State. Yes. Um, and the clear reason there is, and J.D. Wicker even mentioned this on our show yesterday, the possibility remains that San Diego State hosts the Mountain West Conference Championship game. Correct. They need Boise State to lose in order to do that. That's correct. Okay, fine. Now, here's the other thought. I'm still in the back, maybe the way back of my mind, keeping an eye on the Group of Five entrance to the New Year Six. If Memphis loses to SMU tomorrow and then goes on to win the uh, American Athletic Conference Championship, San Diego State wins out, wins the Mountain West, SDSU can still go to the Fiesta Bowl. It's not over yet. It's unlikely, but it's not over yet. And Boise State, being the last team that SDSU would beat in the Mountain West, you want Raise them as the high in the polls as possible before you beat them because it will raise the profile and keep the Fiesta Bowl as a possibility. I know I'm playing a lot of ifs, yeah. but Boise State is now ranked 25. If they can pop <laughs> up to 20 or 19 before SDSU plays them, win it on the road, that's really uh, impressive. If if and buts were candy and toys, it would be Christmas already, Mark. I don't think I don't think that's the same. I'm almost positive. Not yeah, if make that and up. buts were candy and toys? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, it's no, like music to my ears. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's music to my ears? Uh, every week when you do your uh, your dick pics thingamabobber. You wanted them? Uh, you got them. Uh, these are dick pics. Yeah. Because my name's Richard. Yes! 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 It's Dick's Picks, and I'm out of the protocol. I'm back in action. People were saying, hey, Dick, how are the picks feeling this week? Good enough to play, Chief. Let's go! Yeah! Have you ever seen a Viking get rammed? Well, you will this weekend. I'm not talking about boating here. The Rams are heading to Minnesota and looking to do a bit of role play. Yeah, we're used to hearing about the Vikings and their Nordic ancestry, pillaging and plundering and romping while the Rams are on the romp in the Twin City Tiff. I got the Rams favored by two on the road. Oh, my! We got the Skins and the Saints, and I got skin in this sultry southern showdown. Yeah, sure, the Saints should shellack the Skins. So what? Sinner's gonna sin. Green is good, and green is better. I got the Redskins going eight and a half on the road. Drew Breezy will make it look easy in the Big Easy, but I got Kirk Cousins keeping it close. You like that? I do. I like that. Oh, yeah, I like this Take even more. You like that? The Patriots favored by seven against a team that's on pace to be the worst passing defense in the NFL has ever known. Raiders are playing at home in Mexico's capital, but the only capital that matters to them is the L they'll record when the Patriots say adios, partners. Yeah, I got the Patriots favored by seven. Easy dinero, mi amigos. Uh, and with that, I say arriba. Uh, I say uh, biblioteca. I say buenos dias. That is literally the extent of my Spanish-speaking capabilities. Oh, wait, no. Gracias. This has been Dick's Picks. Message sent. Message received. Okay. It's always hard for me to even know what the hell the picks were at the end of those yeah. things. Yeah. Rams minus two. <laughs> yes. Washington plus eight and a half. You got it. Patriots minus seven. Amigo. Amigo. All right. El Fusion is next. Roger, ignition engaged. The countdown is on. Three, two, one. It's time for The Fusion. Brought to you by OG Sports Brew House Pizza. With nine area locations, there's always an OG's close by. Yeah, you damn right it is on a Friday. You're supposed to say it. Fusion time. You're supposed to say it before you turn the mic on. I thought I did. I don't know. Like I told you. Rich has been, uh, he's been off the rails for at least an hour and a half. Well, Mark looks over us like idiots, and, yeah. I, and I went, okay. I'm going hot, and I turn my mic on. Coming then, in hot. Then Rich turns his on. Coming in hot. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Houston. <laughs> like yeah. just, just listening to Rich and Costa go back and forth on Thanksgiving eating stories. <laughs> Dilly, I mean, Dilly. It's, 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 Dilly, Dilly. I mean, when, when Costa talks about many corn dogs that he inhaled instead of well, turkey last year. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, when incredible. you're well, the, Hart, the Hartmans from Westlake Village, you've been very loyal to the throne. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Oh, yeah, wow. no, listen, when you're a foodie, and listen, I'm 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 not half the size that these guys are, but I, I still consider myself a foodie. Mm-hmm. When you get this close to Thanksgiving, oh, man. you start to get excited. They do. You really do. You get excited. You do, I get it. I yeah. totally get it. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? Because it's, you know, when you take your wife or you're with friends and you go out to a really nice restaurant and it's not about portion size, it's about this taste of whatever chef oh, has yeah. has made for you. But Thanksgiving is it's just all about mass density. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it's free. It's free. It's you about... don't have to pay for the more. You put it all on one plate. Yeah. Right. You don't belong together. Start touching each other. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. It's total about... anarchy. It's when you're racing <laughs> through that first anarchy. plate to get to the second plate. You're right. already thinking about the second plate. <laughs> Before you actually finish well, the first place. Yeah. Those you know uncomfortable what looks from family members when they see you eating just the skin. And they say, <laughs> say hey, you know, maybe, maybe take it easy on the gravy. There's other people here. Uh, yeah. Listen, I am so thankful for the night game that had that oh, never, you know, no it wasn't kidding. that many years ago. There was no night game. Right. And Thanksgiving was, for me, this, like, love-hate holiday because yep. – I loved the food and you loved the football, but on the West Coast, the football was over at five o'clock yep. and you had had seven plates of food. You were exhausted. You yep. probably unbuttoned your pants. The football's over and you're sitting there staring at your aunt and your uncle and you're like, oh my gosh, no they're doubt. asking me questions. <laughs> no doubt. And I'm like, this is, this is miserable right yeah. now. And so now you get to eat the seven plates and just veg out in front of another game and as sports hosts, we're like, can't talk to me right now. Got to focus. Research. This is yeah. big. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. thank God. On the clock, Grandma. Take it easy, Aunt Judy. Oh, jeez. Oh, so, hey, Steve, I've been waiting all day to ask. Yes. You were just terrified of Skycam. Before the game last oh, night, I heard you, hear you guys that? do this. The you future is now. The Terminators <laughs> are taking over so soon. I got, I got to know what you thought. Well, look, I'll <laughs> put it this way about Skycam. My biggest point about Skycam was, he, remember how this all happened. They had that fog game, and they couldn't really right. use their sideline cameras, so they threw threw the sky, and people were like, whoa, I really like that. Right. In doses, I like it. I mean, right. a, a little overkill. I Honestly, I will give them credit. I thought they showed restraint last night. I thought yes. there were some interesting angles. They didn't overuse it. So I'll give them credit for that. And there are certain angles that are really effective. The one thing, though, about the mobile sky cam, and this is, you know, I've always been amazed by photographers at a football game. you got to be in the right place at the right time. Oh, yeah. And so when you are got a mobile sky cam, it's sort of the same thing. You know, you got a position, and then you're hoping that it's going to be sort of in the right place at the right time. Sometimes it works, sometimes it didn't work. I don't mind... In moderation. Yeah. But that's about as far as it goes. Like I mean, would you do you really yeah. want to watch the entire game I, that you know, way? Well, I thought right. this is yeah. like cranberry sauce. Like, you know, you, look, cranberry sauce, great. Love it. Not an entree. You got to use it. Yeah, can you imagine sitting Ugh. down? Like you just. Well, that's because it doesn't go with those uh, mini corn dogs. No, you got to cranberry sauce. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to yeah. glop you know everything what? together. Exactly. I'm, yeah. not yeah. A, I'm not a cranberry or a yam guy. Really? Wow. I don't care what how the many little mini marshmallows and then you toast them. Oh, a bit. all right. So you had the mini corn dogs, and what else last year? Last year, Mark. Last year, um, you jumped out. I was telling Rich. I said, "Listen, last year, I'm laying there with my wife Thanksgiving night, late. You know, just farting away in the bed." And, and, <laughs> 
you know, after she's done telling me for the 800th time how disgusting I am and she yeah. can't believe she married she call, me. She calls Mike Costa also. She goes, take it out of the room, Costa. Yeah. And yeah. I said, God, honey, I don't think I had turkey for dinner tonight. Mm -hmm. And last year, I, it consisted of mini corn dogs and raw oysters. That's all I ate. It's horseradish that does it to you. I strangely love this. Yeah. I love it when people, I mean, just do, do whatever you want. Yeah. Pretty I much. Mean, you, hell, you got Hartman doing an ad screaming about shrimp yes. uh, for Thanksgiving. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just like, oh my gosh, Hartman for the holidays. He didn't know what's going on, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, if that's what you want to eat, then pig out. Go uh, yeah. Look, and I'm a traditionalist, right? Are you a traditionalist? I mean, you want the turkey. You want the turkey, yes. yeah, the yeah, yeah. stuffing, the mashed potatoes. I'll go ham. Like, give me a spiral slice ham. You know, I'll do some of that action. Like when you, you do realize in 2017, when you say, I'll go ham, you, do, you, know, that that, you know that means something else, don't you? Uh, uh, yes, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, By I, the look, way, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hip. I'm with it. You know, I, you know. Yeah, you, like, I'm going to go ham. with your hula hoops. I'm going to go ham on the turkey. Yeah. Ooh, look like at you. you. Understand what that I, means, I see right? what you've done there. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So you know, the that's, will know what I just that's said straight there. money. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you do you. You just Hart, do you, Doug, and I'll be over. I'll you notice Hartman, Hartman has no clue what we're talking about right no. now. Oh, just I'll, just right now. What is, I'll what tell is, you what, is, our show is just the fire. I can't wait to hear what the cannons have. Oh, my. Probably the opposite of the fire. Oh, that was very funny okay <laughs> that was very funny i'll tell you um, what the problem with thanksgiving is here we are it's the friday before we still have a six-day march to get there and like already i can feel myself sweating like my brow is wet with anticipation yep. like yep and and the problem the problem is i'm gonna jump the gun you know what i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna do an early pop i'm gonna have thanksgiving dinner at a restaurant oh. probably on a tuesday oh, this will wait. help you this will help you stretch the stomach. Stretch the stomach. Wow. If you See. start do, if you start Thanksgiving on a Tuesday, yep. you will be shocked at what you can do on See, Thursday. I would suggest come to Claim Jump <laughs> because we already sampled their Thanksgiving meal. We did their shrimp stuffed turkey. No, I'm talking about the turkey. <laughs> the stuffy, the mashed potatoes. Oh, it was man. awesome. Yeah. Gravy. Oh. Hartman, Hartman you, you, you've already uh, you've already taken care of your quota this month. Yes, <laughs> okay. it's, 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 Anytime it's I can good. slip one of those in. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. Sky hey. Cam is good in doses, like uh, cranberry sauce or exactly. Steve Hartman exactly. or, you know, I don't even know. Well, maybe the, the testosterone shots. When you overdo that, you come roaring in the studio. <laughs> yes. I, I'm just curious, knowing that the Aztecs have that early game the day after Thanksgiving, yes. what's going to be your state of mind, Rich, broadcasting that game? I'm going to be filled to my eyeballs in poultry and stuffing. Mm. I'm just going to try to survive, honestly. There might be a situation where you go, all right, Teddy, Rich is in the back. Take over for me, big fella. Aw, Rich, you just barfed on my shoes. Aw, yeah. aw, 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 Penny, aw. you cannot catch him. Oh, my God. He's Rich gone. just vomited. He's gone. Penny's on me. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.